Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today is part of Memoir Mondays, so I'm going to be sharing a little story from my life. Um, in case you couldn't tell by my voice because there's, you know, six of us on here. This is Michaela. I'm sure it was introduced in the title as well. <laughs> um, so I thought that I would share um, a little story from my youth. Um, this happened in ninth grade. I had some friends who... Um, we were all kind of like in the same friend group and I don't want to say it was a click because I'm not sure we had any defining characteristic other than we were all Mormon. So maybe we were the Mormon click to other people and we just didn't know it. We did have some friends that were part of the group that were not LDS at all. But um, anyway, we were friends from like, so seventh, eighth, um, and into ninth grade is when we started to kind of break apart. And that's simply because there were multiple lunch hours. And like, that's when we would all come together was at lunchtime. So as we kind of like started to fall apart, um, you know, things got a little, you know how things go. It got a little weird. Um, but I... I'm not sure what I was going through at the time. It's hard to recall, but I definitely had juvenile depression, which a lot of teenagers go through. Um, my parents didn't know, or maybe they saw the signs, but didn't think that it was um, big enough of an issue, or maybe they couldn't afford it. I don't know. I haven't asked them. Um, I wasn't getting treated for it, so I was just trying to cope with it on my own and trying to talk to friends and mentors to get through it. But I had one day where I went to lunch and I don't remember what was leading up to this. Went to lunch, sat down at our normal table with all of my friends um, and my best friend, she wasn't there. She sat at a, I'm like looking around <laughs> trying to find her. She had sat at a different table and I was like, that's really weird. In the whole time that we've known each other, she's never just sat at a different table. And if she decided to sit at a different table, she like told me in advance and she didn't give me any sort of notice this time. So I was like, well, I'm going to go talk to her. So I went over and I was like, hey, why are you eating lunch over here? And she said, oh, I'm just like branching out, making new friends. Uh, and I was like, okay. I was like, why? And she said, oh, my dad just thought it would be a good idea to, you know, like try and make new friends and everything. And I totally called her on her bullshit because I was like, that doesn't seem right. Like, I, what is going on? Like, you're being weird about it. And she said, OK, fine. And she turned to fully face me because I'm kneeling down at the table. So because I don't like to stand above people. So I'm like kneeling down by the table trying to talk to her. She turns to full on face me and says, I can't be friends with you anymore. And it hit me and I was just in a total state of shock. And I'm running through my head like, what did I do? What are the problems? She starts, you know, she continues. She says, I can't be friends with you anymore because you treat me badly and you say things to me that are so mean and very hurtful and 
I can't be friends with someone who's like that anymore. And I was just stunned. I, I was shocked. Up until that moment, I knew that I had been doing those things like subconsciously, but I had never brought it to the surface. I had never acknowledged the fact that I was actually being a bully to my best friend. And I was trying to bring her down so that I didn't feel so miserable. Or I was trying to bring her down so she would feel miserable with me. And I'm thinking through my head, this is the best friend that I have ever had up to this point. This is the longest friend I've ever had up to this point because we moved so often. So to have a friend for two, almost three years at that point, I was like, I can't lose her. So I remember, didn't even look up at her because I was still stunned. I said, what if I change? And she said, well, it would have to be a really big change. And I decided right then and there, I was going to do it. I was going to become a better person. I was going to start doing things better. I was going to be happier. I was going to treat people better. I was going to forget trying to make other people feel like me and try and bring myself to feel like other people. And I left that table. I went back. I sat. I thought about things. I decided what I was going to do. The next day, turned an entire 180. Not everyone, I've realized, is capable of doing this, but I did it. I went from being very depressed, very abusive to her, to treating her like the absolute gem that she was. And I made sure that I was treating her in a way that represented the value that she brought into my life. And that's when I realized that, number one, people can change. It's not impossible. Number two, I personally can change on a dime if I so decide to. And I have since used that knowledge multiple times in my life. There's been multiple times where I've decided that I want to change something about myself. I commit to myself that I'm going to do it and I do it 100%. And there are other times where I've tried to make changes and it didn't work out as well. I'm learning I'm much more human than I think I am. But I just wanted to share that with you guys. She actually ended up uh, changing my name in her phone because I caught it at one point. She had Michaela 2.0 as my contact in her phone. And I was like, I was like, what's the, what's the 2.0? And she goes, because you're the next version of yourself. So I changed it to Michaela 2.0 because you made such a drastic change. And that really hit me that I had done it. Like I had, I had made the change. It wasn't superficial. It was real genuine change. I actually ended up in the same city as her a couple years ago and we reconnected and I feel like I've made so much growth since then because after that school year that that happened, we moved and I didn't see her again. So being able to reconnect as adults was interesting. <laughs> but uh, she said that she was just shocked by how much I had changed and how different I was. And I said, I hope it's all good things. And she was like, yeah, absolutely. 
but uh, she was the exact same. But she had, there was no reason for her to change. Like, none at all. She was amazing. She still is amazing. Um, I love her so much. And she truly impacted my life while I was living in that state. And um, I just can't, I can't express how grateful I am for opportunities like that. So anyway, thank you for joining us on these uh, little memoir Mondays. I hope that you enjoy our storytelling and are taking away from it what you will. (laughs) We will see you in the next one. Take luck and care.